right. Welcome to the This That Podcast, bro. Episode 101. Coming to you live from the beautiful uh, double brick garage that I'm working out of here. Give it a round of applause, bro. Wearing a North Face jacket like some hipster in Darling Harbour trying to pick up his soulmate. Out here in some camouflage, bro, looking like some guy that pretends to be in the army just because he's played COD for most of his life, most of his pubescent, prepubescent life, coming out with a pimple, a bad addiction to kettle chips and COD. But, <clears throat> yeah, living, so you might hear some swooshing is my is my warning here. That's just how it's going to be. I'm freezing. I'm freezing. I'm not going to put the aircon on because it does my head in when I'm listening to in the background. Well, I'm speaking about pertinent topics in life, bro, concerning important topics out here by highly educated, highly refined, highly uh, uh, cited author, my cousin Vlad, at the This That Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 100 episodes, bro. I'll give you another round of applause here for everyone that supported the journey up to 100. Now we're up to 101. We're starting the second journey, bro. Why not? Where do we stop? We don't stop. You just keep on moving forward in life because what else are you going to do? But to be honest, you know, there's people out here like Perry Kaka. He's dead now, but his son, who's got more money than Scrooge McDuck, and he continues to go to work in between pounding models and doing rack in the toilets. I'm not sure if that's true. If you're going to cut that, it's a bit. I'm not sure. Um, don't want to get done for defamation. I mean, jokes and stuff like that, so don't have a go at me. And plus, even if he's going to couple, is he going to couple the double brigade with some records here, some vinyl? He's going to spin some house vinyl. In his penthouse, overlooking the city. What's he going to do? Yeah, like Batman. But DJing part-time as well. So don't even bother, bro, cutting it. Yeah, just uh, came back from the doctor. I've had some migraine headaches, I told you. They're better, but my neck was very, very out. A little Chinese lady called April was cracking my neck left, right, and centers the other day. This is the thing about the, 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 the massage thing. I'm a very loyal man, all right? I'm loyal to my wife. The moment I said to her, would you marry me, please? She said, yes, I will, you know, and she didn't cry, which really offended me that night. That straight away was like, I was angry straight away. Like when I go to her, firstly, she looked like she knew what I was going to do, which that pissed me off, all right? We're sitting in the back of a van with candles on, drinking champagne, and um, next to a, a snowy river down at the, the, the snowy mountains, true story. I, I wanted it to be in a gondola, like some, you know, some French tourist, in a gondola with candles everywhere for spiritualization station. I'm up there with some French boutique Shiraz or I don't know what they drink over there, some champagne or whatever, and having like oysters. Oysters are good for the, for the pounding, for the guy on the left, you know what I mean? Both high zinc levels. But I ended up being a very windy, rainy day, so they turned the gondolas off. I had bought my wedding ring, the engagement ring or whatever you want to call it, and I go, if I don't do it now, I'm just going to go back to partying with Dimche, Yovche, Borche, Blagoche, and Tomche. He's the fifth edition. This guy's like, like Splinter and the Ninja Turtles. And I was like, I can't afford to do that. Like, my body is tired, my brain's tired. I can't afford to talk about the same shit in between ordering double scotch and cokes. I just, I can't do it. So I was like, I put the gun to my head, you got to do it. you got to get engaged. So I, I jumped in the back. I don't know how I'm talking about it. I don't know how I'm getting to this. I don't know why I'm going here, but it's the, it's the Vlad rabbit hole. So we're just going down. Take the, you know, take the pill, close your eyes, and just go down to Alice in Wonderland right now. So <clears throat> I get the van. I had a van because it was a courier catastrophe back then. 
smoking durries and drinking and skateboarding and skiing and just being a, a person with the responsibility of your one-year-old. And I went to the thing and I go, I'm going to do it in the back of the van. I've got a brilliant idea. I go to, go to Woolworths or something. I've got little tea candles. I put about 30, 40 tea candles in the back of the van. I had nothing in the back of the van. Put some blankets down, got some alcohol, got some cheeses, spreads, uh, some crackers, this, that. Got the hair flickering mad, threw myself a little warm outfit on. I go to the missus, let's go for a drive. Now, she can hear tinking and clinking at the back of the van while we're driving. Just ting, 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 ting. And she's going, what's back there? I go, don't, don't worry about what's back there. Focus on the road. It's fucking wet out here. It's slippery. There's slime. There's ink. I mean, slick. I don't know what ink is. Can you just focus on the road? I'm, she goes, why aren't you focus? You're the one driving. I go, just look forward, bro. It's not good for your neck to look back. So she's looking forward and I'm driving and the next thing you know, I pull over next to like a random car park in the middle of the night in winter. It was in August. 2012, 10 years ago. So next, next month is my 10-year anniversary from the proposal. Anyway, I go to her, come out the back. Right, and she's like, oh, is that what the thinking's for? I go, stop talking about the thinking, bro. All right? In my language, thinking means batting. All right? So she goes, all right, relax. She jumps at the back. She goes, oh, my God, babe, this is so romantic. I start lighting up all the candles. I go, just sit down, you know, try not to sit on down one of the, the hooks that you strap down packages on because you could injure your your ass or your tailbone or something. Just be careful. And there might or may not be some spiders, redbacks. I'm not sure what type of spider lives in a van, but there might be some here because there was a lot of timber stakes for about six to 12 years in this van. So whether there's a web uh, around there, I'm just letting you know. So she was on edge, all right? But she seemed to be knowing what I'm talking about, like what I'm doing. Because I'm a romantic guy, but like why down in a van next to a snowy creek? And then I wanted to open the side of the van. I opened the side of the van, blew out all the candles. As soon as I opened the van, every candle turned off. Okay, that's not a good sign. Closed the door, relit the candle. She goes, keep it closed, baby. It's minus 12 outside. She goes, I'm freezing my ass off. What are we doing out here? I go, surprise. And I brought the cheese platter out. I brought some champagne out. And she goes, oh, my God, how cool, champagne. I put some music that we used to love on, who knows what it was, Barry White, Block Party, The Strokes, ACDC, Jimi Hendrix, who knows what it was, Kanye West. And I'm listening to this stuff, you know. Do you realize that you're going to be a champion? Yeah, right. Maybe listening to that. You know, who knows what Kanye's talking about. One day he's talking about being a champion. The other one he's talking about bleaching an arsehole. Bleach that. You can't get into the brain. You can't trust that bloke. Anyway, <clears throat> I do like him more than Kim Catastrophe and that little heathen. Um, so I proposed to her and she said, yes, she didn't cry. And I said to her, why? Like as soon as she goes, yes, I will. And I was like, oh, here's the ring, you know, because... Tactics and strategies was, I'm not going to give the ring until there's an affirmative yes. If there's a pondering happening or a declaration of no, then it's going to be that ring is going to stay in the back pocket. So, I mean, tips out there for anyone that's thinking about stitching up with the missus, think a little bit, all right? Think before you ring, 
All right, so you throw it in the pocket, you grab her hand, all right. I mean, my missus had a dry hand from the air. It felt like I was grabbing a fa- my father-in-law's hand after just using a shovel for six weeks just so he could save some money on foundations of the house that he's renovating that he doesn't want to spend any money on builders. But I grab it and I go, babe, I've been throwing it in you for years, bro. You know, like, love ya, or respect ya, you know, put some respect on my name, this, that. And she's looking into my eyes, blinking, and I was like, I think it's time that we take the next step forward. Would you marry me? And she looked at me, she goes, (sighs) Yes, of course I will. And I was like, all right, well, I've got something for you. Open up the ring, show the ring. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. How much did you spend on this? Don't ask about cash, bro. It's a romantic moment. Whether it's four grand or 40, doesn't matter, okay? Or somewhere in between, doesn't matter. Or way closer to the lower end, doesn't matter. All right? I had to work for a year and a half and save money even though I want to just go party and travel around the world. Doesn't matter, bro. What matters is... This is a it's a it's a token of trust and love and my dedication station to you. And she was like, "Thanks a lot. I'll take it." Looks beautiful. Throws it on her finger. Instantly, there's a rush of of endorphins, dopamine, serotonin. Who knows what else? You know what I mean? Caffeine. And then we pop the alcohol, drank the alcohol. Have no idea why I'm on this topic. Have no idea about it. If anything, I'm going to pause the podcast and go back and find out why I was talking about this. I was talking about the doctors and the migraine. Anyway, she said yes. And then we went out and got horse shit at some bar and the bar owner, the guy that owned the bar when we told him we just got engaged, he was so pumped up, he brought out like a two-litre or three-litre bottle of champagne, this huge Cuervo or Clico or something like that. The Cuervos, I don't know what it sure it sounds like some wrist injury. And he was going around giving everyone shots of champagne. And he gave us, like, we spent 250 bucks on cocktails that night. And we were just drinking, drinking, drinking. And we were blasted. Then we started doing a knock and run, knock and run in the hotel with my missus. And when we got back, we thought we were going to throw positions, but uh, fell asleep. Fell asleep instantly when we got back. So I have no idea how I got to this point and why I'm here, but I'm going to do some research and wrap back. Chinese massage, it's back. I had to go back. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. So that was the whole point about it, being loyal to my missus. I went for a massage because my neck was very tight, and she goes, oh, very tight, very, very tight. Neck, your neck, very tight. I go, yeah, is it? Why? I'm a hypochondriac of, of, to the nth degree, the hypochondriac on magnitude of a million. And I'm like, straight away I'm dying, you know. What's wrong with my neck? What has that got to do with something else? What is that why I got a migraine? I gotta go get a brain MRI. And I just start going down the rabbit holes. Then she goes, Oh, your left hand side, fine little lump. I go, Lump? Who are you talking about lumps, bro? Are you serious? Or maybe not lump, maybe just a little bit hard. You're just hard on left side more than right. I go, What are you playing games with my emotions for, bro? Don't play like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to wrap a career, two kids, this, that. She goes, maybe go you see your doctor, just ask a doctor? For what? I'm coming here to get relief, bro. Not medical advice, what are you doing? 
Because this, this is a rebate from AHM. The mom is the third private health fund she's changed this year to try to get extra benefits, even though they're all screwing her in every way, and she complains after she's already made the transfer. She goes, just go double check with doctor. So I had to go doctor today, telling him about migraines, this, that. He goes, oh, maybe just get a brain MRI. What? Again? Far out. Are you trying to kill me out of fear, bro? So that's it. I've got to go and get another MRI, bro. Sinus pressure, migraine, neck pain. I've got to go and do all of these continuous fucking researches on my own head, bro. I mean, I'm praying to the great Lord above for it to be good. Nothing to be serious. Um, and that's it. Yeah, it'll be good. Nothing will be serious. And uh, I'll just probably have to... Continue on with conservative treatment and this and that to minimise the frequencies of migraine attacks. I don't know if I've had them since I was 15, 16, bro. I remember, it might be from, the, from my eyes, bro, because I remember when I was 15 years old, my old man bought a computer. I was 1998, 9, something like that. 1998, 9, I'm not sure. And he was like, Oh, we got a computer. Go and check the computer. I logged onto the computer. I was scoping around. I spent like three hours after school. And then I went to basketball training, started playing basketball. Boom, got a migraine. First migraine of all, all time. It's like the first time you've ever gone left. First time you've ever pounded. First time you've ever thrown it in somewhere. You understand straight away like that feeling. You remember the first time you got drunk or tipsy. You remember the first time you smoked a joint like Bob Marley. You remember most of your first experiences. I, I this I remember like like yesterday. I couldn't see in front of me. I was freaking out. My vision was bad, and I said to this guy, "I don't know what's going on, bro. I got I got to go see someone." And I never saw anyone until I was thirty five years old. And then I saw someone, and he goes, "You're right. That's fine. You you, you just get migraines." And I was like, "Why do I get migraines?" He goes, "God knows why people get migraines." I go, "That's awesome. Same as the tinnitus in the ear. The tinnitus." Oh, you got tin at us, man. Okay, how can I get rid of it? You can't, man. That's $277, man. But I spent an hour here with you, Dr. Franklin. What's going on? Didn't you spend most of your time at university taking MDMA and, and, and learning about the enos and throat? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, So we can get you. Let's have a look. Uh, actually, you are right, Vlad. Let's get you in here. Um. Teresa, Teresa, come over here quickly. We're going to need Vlad. Get, get him into a, an ear test, hearing test. Thank you. Vlad, I've got someone else waiting. I'll see you after the hearing test. I don't take about 10, 15 minutes. Put the headphones on, listen for the beep, and just press the little button every time you hear a beep. Is that all right with you, mate? Yeah, no worries. Thanks for that, Dr. Franklin. Not a worries, mate. Good on you, Vlad. Good on you, mate. Then Teresa comes in, a mother of four. She's walked in, and she's like, hello, how are you? I was like... I've got a ringing in my fucking ear for four years, bro. I can't answer the phone. Oh, geez, that's un- put these headphones on. That's unfortunate, man. All right, click here just to let you know. This is one hundred and forty-nine dollars. This test. I go. What are you talking about? I thought it was all part of Jeffrey Franklin's bill, bro. Yeah, oh, this is separate, man. We work in conjunctions, third party. This that we're heroes hearing. What am I going to do now? Can I say no? Oh, you can say no if you don't want to be analysed correctly. Diagnose correctly, I go, all right, go for it. She goes, oh, press the button, man. (laughs) 
All right, that's it. All done there, Vlad. And we'll just put you back into Dr. Franklin. He's going to be a 15, 20-minute wait. Hello, Vlad. Had a look at the results here? Yeah, man. Can't help you, man. Franklin, you just told me to spend another 150 bucks, bro. What, what you said, yeah, you got a little bit of hearing loss, man. I go, all right, so what would I do? Nothing, man. It's over, Vlad. You can't do anything. Tap down $279, beep it if you can. Please put your four-pin digit in after that if you don't mind. You, bear! Orange lane, going green. Just uh, transferred the music onto <coughs> this roadcaster, which is good, so I don't have to be clicking and flicking around. Orange Legal Group are sponsors of the podcast. Make sure you guys uh, check out Orange Legal Group when you're down in Victoria. If you're a Victorian gladiator and you're buying or selling a property, they are lawyers specialising in conveyancing. Kenny and the boys, it's a one-stop shop. Getting a bit tight in here, but it's a one-stop shop um, which does conveyancing, home loans and uh, mortgages all in the one place, under the one roof. Whereabouts are they? They're in Essendon, bro. And if you want to contact them, it's property at orangelegalgroup.com.au or go to www dot orange legal group um they've been supporters of the podcast for a long time what are you going to get listen if you're looking to buy something you send them the contract property at orange legal group.com.au you're going to get a free contract review which is is a lot more than what anyone else would ever give you a free contract review i know a conveyancer that works with me he's charging you nothing less than 500 bucks for that let alone the whole conveyance is going to cost him you know two grand or whatever these guys are doing that for free for you so you're going to go to www.orangelegalgroup.com.au. They're the one-stop shop for, once again, conveyancing, which is the legal side of purchasing or selling a property in Australia. Home loans, which you need in order to purchase or sell a property in Australia. Accounting, which you need at the end of every quarter when you're doing BAS statements, which is what I've got to do now. I've never had, that, had to do that in my life. I don't understand what the fuck it is. And uh, obviously tax returns and things like that to do with business. Again, they do the accounting. They do commercial law, which is great if you are a business and you get into commercial side of things. And they've also extended into wills and estates. So if you need your will done, estates changed or fixed up, verified, I don't know what else, Orange Legal Group support the supporters that support the podcast. Metropolitan Stein, the fucking Stein in the world. When you're going to change your kitchens and laundries and shit. Cupboards and shit. Put in your laundry, do positions and shit. Metropolitan Group. Everyone, meet Blake. New guy that's uh, started working with Metropolitan Stone. Blake is the first year apprentice. He came to us with a load of experience as a diesel mechanic and was looking for a career change. Blake is a family man, looks like a top bloke, loves his footy, loves his beer, loves the magpies, loves to spend time with his partner and daughter. Listen, Metropolitan Stone are Victorian cabinet makers. So if anyone is out here, Victorian gladiators listen a lot to this podcast. I know that for sure. Go to Metropolitan Stone on their Instagram or go to www.metropolitanstone.com.au. Go have a look at their Facebook. 
Uh, they go and they do joinery, bro. They do kitchens, laundries, cupboards, built-ins, um, television units, uh, any type of small cupboard space, built, uh, what the closets and uh, linen presses and things like that, bro. So Metropolitan Stone, you're going to get yourself a, a stitch on the price, a huge stitch, if you just tell them that you're from Vlad. Any of these um, adverts that I'm doing, make sure you mention Vlad, bro. When you mention Vlad, that's where you get a little bit of financial uh, benefit and plus all of that. And it gives them the – not the idea, but it gives them the, the, the feedback that, you know, you guys are supporting the supporters that are supporting the podcast. So it's a, it's a tri-head God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit kind of a unity right here. You know, the Father, me, hello, the Son – Metropolitan Stone and the Spirit, which is you guys, you know. And I'm not trying to doth be God or anything. I'm not trying to be a heathen over here. I'm just saying that this is an ad for Metropolitan Stone, and you should go to metropolitanstone.com.au. Um, hold on, let me just get you Matty Frias's number because uh, Matty Frias. Yeah, hold on, Matty Frias. Metropolitan Stein 0425797488 Email in Matthew at metropolitanstone.com.au Matthew has two T's Matthew at metropolitanstone.com.au Alright, they'll discuss wrapping a deal with Vladiators as soon as you guys mention Vlad Simple as that See you later Radio So Bro, you need balls in this life, bro. I'm telling you, you need balls. Like, what are you going to do? I just saw on Instagram one of my mates or he's overseas somewhere and he's watching some poor white bloke that looks like, you know, a future mathematics tutor just standing there like DJing at a backyard party and r- grabbing a microphone and rapping Tupac lyrics. Uh Fresh out of jail, I got a bail in California dreaming. Soon as I step on the steam, I'm hearing Hoochie screaming. And in his rapping, and these guys are literally filming him and laughing their heads off, bro. And and this guy continued just to press forward, like through through the critique, through the laughter, which I would be laughing too. Like if I had had a few drinks and I seen this guy that looks like some person, his name would be like I don't know Damien Powers or something like that. He's rapping, and and I'm listening to this guy. You know what I mean, Andrew Norris. Rapping towards me. This guy hasn't got a musical bone in his fucking body and he's like trying to rap like Tupac. But he, he he had balls, man. He just kept doing it, you know. I mean, I wouldn't do that for 250 bucks to pay for the night. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't put my reputation on the line, reputation station. That's, that's you know, I keep that shit uh, clean, keep it lean. I can't be dealing with that. Anyway, I don't know how I got to that. So you guys understand what happened anyway with that doctor's neck. All of that stuff, it's going to be fixed. Don't worry about it. I don't know what else I did last night. I watched them. I'm starting to watch a series with the missus called Only Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin. I love Steve Martin, right? Looks like my my uh, Tetin Zhivko. Uh, Zhivko and Steve Martin, exactly the same head. I've never seen anything so uncanny in my life. When I when I see my uncle and I see this guy, the same fucking head, skin at the gla, as they say. Same head. Um, and I was watching him, Martin Shaw and Selena Gomez. And um, a murder happens in their building, beautiful building, the Arconia in New York. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, they're all single. 
they're all kind of teetering on depression, anxiety, and suicide, and um, they're all stressed out. It's a, like that New York lifestyle. It's like a romance. It's not a romance. It's a catastrophe of life from what I could see. Like when I zoom out, every life's hard, but, you know, I'm mean, filling it with French onion soup and podcasts is not a good idea either in a busy city sucking up smog and not trying to get rolled every time you walk down the street. But it's their life. It's up to them. You know what I mean? You could do what you want, but uh, I don't know if it supersedes the family life. But if you're a budding artist and you're out there trying to sell a canvas of a, a rose that's melting in the wind or the clutch of God's hand or something and you want $40,000 for it, I mean, good luck to you. That, that is life. I did it for a long time with music. And this, this particular show actually got me hooked. So these three guys are listening to a podcast on I think it's true crime now apparently true crime podcasts are huge because people don't have anything to do anymore they fill their days with listening to podcasts and doing absolutely no work or productivity for for themselves or their family or the society anymore because they can get away with it um, and there's one poor Nepalese guy taking PCR tests at the drive through a Stony Creek Road just to check if there's no one else wants to work he's in the blaring rain wearing anyway that's my problem I don't need to but the point is they spend most of the day listening to a true uh, true crime podcast. And me and my missus, she wanted to watch some Thor movie with that guy that lives in Byron Bay um, and does weights all day and gets chicken broiled for him every day. But I was like, no chance, bro. We're going to watch this. This looks good. You know, Steve Martin's funny. And it is good, bro. I'm up to, we watched two episodes. It was good. But I'll tell you what's better, the movie The Godfather. I watched that the other day. I downloaded it when I was coming back from Brisbane last Saturday, oh, a week ago nearly. And I was, I got Stan or whatever. I went onto the Wi-Fi at the airport and I just downloaded Godfather 1. Now, I've seen it. I saw it in 2014, 15, I think, something like that. I'm not sure. For the first time, like everyone's like, when I when I saw it, I put it on my Facebook, I go, just watch The Godfather. Everyone's like, what? You're 30 years old, you watch The Godfather now? I'm like, yeah, bro, like first time, like late comer to it. I don't, I don't subscribe to hype very quickly. If everyone's doing something very quickly, I'm a suspect of that straight away. I'm like, I can't, yeah, I can't jump on that train out of arrogance. I can't jump out of a train out of, uh, what's it, when you, when you go contra, contra, I'm going contra on it, you know, on purpose, which is not a good thing. It's just an ego thing, but, you know, that's just who, who I was at that time. Now I might, might go and listen to it a little bit. Um, <clears throat> geez, now the missus again. Email me the flight change email. I need to because it says if you, if you let the missus chat, she's going to chat. Like it's just, it's just going to be there. Just going, bro. So what we're talking about, The Godfather, yeah, so I'm sitting there, I always sit in the first seat, bro, got to go 1A, go left wing, because, I mean, for a few reasons, one, I can get in last, I can leave first, I don't want to look ahead, and left wing being go left. So nothing to do with politics, I don't give a shit about left or right wing, I'm going straight down the guts of the plane, bro, if it comes to politics, I'm fence sitting hard, bro, I'm right in the middle. Um, <clears throat> so... I started watching this movie, I go, I like this, bro. But it just, it's a funny movie. Like, I don't know if you guys take it serious, but when you watch a movie like that, it can, gr- it can grip you enough to, to start, like, looking at these guys as heroes. But, you know, obviously because Shredder Tan driving Audi with perception like a lone wolf, 
flicking through a forest, licking rivers, mulch, berries, this, that. I can see this is what these people are mostly catastrophic anyway. I mean, shanking each other, shooting each other in broad daylight, uh, extorting each other, dealing drugs, alcohol, prostitution, gambling. These people are heathens of the greatest kind. You know what I mean? They're running the, the five families of New York. The five families. We've got the Da Vinci family. we got the Matriciani family. we got the Napolitano family. The Bolognese family, yeah, the fucking the Vincenzi family. These are bored people that don't want to make a lot of money and have power. That's the way I looked at it. And I was watching in the third, second time of my life, it is in a different mindset. I think to myself, you guys are a nightmare of a human being. And if we see you across the road, when we see you, we only shake hands because we're shit scared of you. You know what I mean? Like, I was watching it. It's a good movie, but. I like it, you know what I mean? I like uh, Vito Corleone, uh, the, the the father. Why are you come to me now? Why? Why? You're your life. I'm the godparent. I'm the godfather of your children. You never come call. You don't call me godfather. Vito, Don Corleone, I'm shit scared of you. Yeah, but don't be scared of me. Just because every policeman, FBI, CIA on my tail doesn't mean you have to be scared of me. Yeah, but I got a family. I got a legitimate business. I, I'm scared to come here to get myself thrown in the fucking jail with you. No, no, you, you, you're not a good man if you don't come here. I mean, it's all fucking tactics, these guys. People are shit scared of them. I was scared watching this guy going, Jesus Christ, you know, you got, you got to bow to him, nod to him. You see him in the street, you got to say a certain way, otherwise you'll get upset, this bloke. And send 15 people in three-piece suits to the house and shoot, shoot your cat at night time, throw a horse's head in your bed. I was like, I was like, the movie's great. I'll give it to you. The movie, the movie's great. And it was based on a different time. It's still catastrophic nonetheless, these people. But I, I, de- I definitely say the movie was fantastic. I loved it. The character's obviously good. You've got, what's his name? Fat Luca Brasi. That guy was in there. He goes around capping people until he got his head served and choked in a bar, which is he lived by the gun top of the gun top of a person. And then there was who was was in there? Then not De Niro, Pacino. Al Cappuccino was in there. So um he was in there and and his acting was phenomenal. His uh, Cappuccino is one of the best actors you can actors you can find, bro. So I really enjoyed that uh, movie and I'm gonna watch number ten. This week and see how that goes. But at the moment, I'm still going to watch Only Murders in the Building. I recommend it. I'm going to start doing movie reviews now, you know. I'll, I'll go through the – if anything, I'm going to do it while the, the movie's on and I'll just cut the best piece. If you're going to cut that, I'll call it. If you're going to cut that movie reviews and I'll sit back and watch The Godfather and then I'll, I'll talk about certain times. You know, he slaps his missus. Or he goes and he threatens the, the father of the girl that he's pursuing, you know, if you don't give me your, your daughter's hand in marriage, I'll blow up your entire village and kill all your mules. You know what I mean? Like, if you, don't, if you don't let me take your daughter here, who I've never met in my life, and go and fresh her in 15 positions and bring her into a mafioso family now, so her head's being hunted her whole life and she's uncomfortable at every fucking corner of a day, you know, I'll come over here and I'll slap your mum and take all the pizza out of the house and end up burning down the front yard. I'll do a little review on the movie and stuff like that. And Godfather, highly recommend it, bro. Good on you to um, Franco, Franco Di Coppolo. Di Coppolo, man. Top movie, bro. All right. Questions for Vlad by 
Nick Stodge, talk to us about your family dynamic, i.e. your parents, siblings, in-laws, Baba, Dedo, etc. Baba, Dedo for the novices out here means grandfather, grandmother, or vice versa. Baba is a grandmother, Dedo is a grandfather. Um, the, the, the family dynamic, bro, has been... It's 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 good. It's not. It's a challenging, but it's a it's a it's a wog family dynamic, bro. Like, I speak to my dad with respect most of my life. You know, there's been some moments definitely I've been a little shit, and I should have been slapped straight in the mouth, and I probably was, bro. But I don't know. Like, pretty good with my mum. Never sworn at my mother in my life. Never told her to fuck off or something like that. Like, I mean, I'd shame myself to the grave if I did that. Once I called my grandmother an old bag when I was about 10 years old, and I still remember when she heard that, um, she was in shock even though she couldn't speak English. Uh, she was sitting on the balcony with her her friend, Petra, and um, I, I said, oh, be quiet, you old bag, because I'd heard it in a movie. One of these heathens in Hollywood had written a movie about some young kid that couldn't be straightened out. That's probably some type of drug addict in America now, but... He's he was disrespectful to his I don't know Dennis the Menace or something like that you know what I mean and and he was like you're an old bag you know and then I thought I'd be a hero and and I'd do the same thing and I did it and I just remember seeing the the disappointment in my grandmother's face I just still remember her going what old bag like that and I was like ah oh, sorry sorry Baba sorry sorry Baba. And I went up and hugged her, and she goes, all right, all right, all right. She would have been 50. Then, hold on, hold on, was she 50 or 60? She's 87 now. Yeah, she would have been 60, right? Which is not that old. Like, you're pretty pretty sharp. She's very sharp now, even though she's 87. She's had multiple strokes. She's still sharp. She's got the brain of a, of a samurai sword from Japan that's been handmade by Hanzu Karatsu. You know, karagi chicken, Hatsu. And uh, he, I was like, it's kind of a, a level of respect, bro, of my uncles, my aunties. That's why, like, even if it's people that have been shit to you in the family, there's still a level of respect. You just, we just, from the top down, my grandfather has raised the family to be conservative enough where we respect each other, give each other room to breathe, don't put each other down too hard. If you do, you let it go, bro. We don't hold on to it. That's one of the things that my family has shown, the the, the gladiators, um, stitch of edge. They they're just like, listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna hold like if I have an argument with you, we're gonna sort it out. We're not gonna avoid each other for fifteen years straight. Because and just to see who the biggest sick cunt is, you know what I mean? Like who can withhold the hardest of being those people are miserable, bro. They're miserable. Because they've got a point. They think their point is absolutely um Grounded in, 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 I don't know, in perfection. Their whole point is, is it doesn't take in any, uh, into account any chance of, a, of it being incorrect. So, I don't know, my grandfather's more like, listen, you can talk it out or whatever, but don't, don't let it destroy your life. Like, don't, when I told you when I was, when I was doing the fence with that demon that lives behind me, who knows where he is now. I think he's gone caravanning around Australia because the area is not big enough. Everyone hates him. Every second house wants to shoot him. But he's ended up going around the, the Australia in a caravan. Thank God, don't come back. And my grandfather goes, give him the, the, the three centimetres. Who cares, bro? 
grab a beer, put your legs up, put the music up, enjoy your life, bro. Are you going to worry about this demon? I go, yes, I am. I'm worrying. It's, bu- it's buckling me. He goes, see what it's doing to you? You're angry, bro. He goes, it's going to destroy your life. It's destroying your year. It's destroying your, your peace when you get home. You've got to look at this idiot because you haven't got a fence for 15 months. I go, you're right. And that's what, and it really did. It was a major point in my life where I was like, you know what? Like, I, was a, it, I had the principal side of thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't just go around and take people's land like a sneaky little freak, dude. But my grandfather was like, dude, work it out. How much is it? A couple of centimeters? He's going off his head. He can't take it off you anyway. You've got the land off the survey. He can't take that. It's just a fence line. Let him have a couple of centimeters. Good luck to him. And, and now in retrospect, even though I won the case and ended up putting it right on the boundary line because I couldn't hack this guy and I hated that he lied to me and that was the whole point was a principle-based thing and I got nothing to do with the land. He would have had it anyway if he just asked. But I was like, you know, retrospectively thinking, I didn't, my point was strong. I held my point, but it comes at a cost, bro. Got to let a water on the bridge, bro. Let God deal with the heathen. And I didn't. You know, I was trying to play God. It's not a good thing. So I think that my family dynamic is more like, hey, hey, calm down, all right? That's, that's my dad's side of the family. My mum's side of the family, quite the contrary. You know what I mean? If they get the shits, that's it. That's it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. We give you $300 for your daughter christening. You come over with $200 for my grandson. Is that what you do? Okay. No worries. Okay. Okay. No worries. Bye-bye. I see you when you're 50. They'll just they'll put the, the cunt hat on and then they won't. I don't know. Like People are people, bro. I've been blessed to say like my parents, my dad's parents, are, they're different like that. They're not going to take in, they're going to hold anything at all. They don't want to hold that. They'll think you're a moron. They're still going to smile. Hello, how are you? How you doing good? You know what I mean? They're probably not going to go out of their way for you, but they, they'll definitely be nice enough to not make you feel like, you know, with my siblings, bro, like with my parents, there's a level of respect, bro. There's there's always a level of respect. I I love my parents a lot. Mom, love her. I love my dad. I have a sister. I love my sister, obviously. Um, but it's just it's just that. That's the dynamic, bro. We don't we're not like too westernized where where we're coming, oh fuck off, dad. Oh, you fucking idiot. You know, oh you're a fucking idiot, lad. No, 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 no. If I said fuck off dad to my dad like that, he'll bash me now. He'll come up to me now and he'll go, who the fuck do you think you're talking to, bro? He's serious. And he'll grab me in a headlock now, even though like he's more frail and older, but he'll still grab me in a headlock. And everyone knows that their dad's scary to him even as they get older. It's just like they've got this mind control over you. So there's just a level of respect like that. You know, they are intrusive. They come over, they butt in, but... You know, once you get married, trust me, your missus does that legwork for you. She'll end up going, I'm not too comfortable with them coming over or putting their opinion in on what color color bond fence we should be putting up. Could you please tell them that? Okay, you tell them that. I don't want to tell them shit. Yeah, okay, not a problem. Excuse me, you don't mind if you just butt out of our business a lot? Okay, no problem, no problem. Yes, no problem. That's okay. Don't, don't, Don't give him any advice, all right? Don't give him any advice. Who knows what she's carrying? So it's like, the missus will sort you out dumb quick, bro. That's all I got to say. So I, I think it's a general rule of thumb, bro. 
keep respect amongst the family, bro. If if you if you want to voice your just just try to just water under the bridge type of a thing is the best best approach because you're not going to change anyone. You got to try to love each other, and the more you you support each other and love each other, the less of heathens you'll be towards one another. So, I mean, I can invoice you for that one. Thanks a lot. Come on, bro. You know who it is? Bruce. Super convenience. Super convenience. Bruce, super convenience. They are doing a ch- not a. It's not a charity. It's a charitable thing, but they're doing a giveaway. Bruce, super convenience. It's a fucking convenience. Bruce, super convenience. Listen to this, bro. A cousin Vlad and the Distad podcast for reaching a hundred episodes that is so mega hours upon countless hours of laughs and i won't even talk about the strategies anyways as sponsors of the podcast i thought what better things to do than give away some snacks so i'm going to put together a giant box of all sorts of things cereals chips lollies yep chocolates yep everything in there everything. from europe america from all over if i from hungary all you've got to do is make sure you focus of course Go tag a friend in the post and share it to your story. Just make sure you tag both of us so that we can see it and pick a lucky winner this Saturday. What can I say? Good luck. Vlad, here's to the next hundred. Hey, fam. Thanks a lot, man. Bruce, super convenience. Thanks for, thanks for everything, bro. 15.4 thousand uh, followers. The number one Aussie snack plug US food specialist. Juicy stuff is in the stories. www.brucesuper.com.au. Go on to his uh, Instagram. Go on to my Instagram. I put a post up yesterday. Um, go into running, bro. It's a big box. It'll probably be a couple hundred bucks worth of free stuff, which is good chips, chocolates, energy drinks, cereals. Uh, he's got a bunch of things on brucesuper.com.au. Source from around the globe. He'll put milker in there. He might put Reese's Pieces. Who knows what they are, but it's always good when it comes to Bruce Super Convenience. He's got a wide array of things. Cactus Sour Energy Drink. I don't know what that is. New Dairy Milk. Um, boysenberry Ripple. <clears throat> There's Confetti Stuff. There's what? Oops All Berries. What is that? Captain Crunch. Cracker Jack. Jolly Rancher. American stuff, bro. New Lay's um, Hot Chili Squid. Wow. Okay. BruceSuper.com.au. Support the supporters that support the podcast. Put your name in into the comment section. Go into running. It'll be announced tomorrow or the next day. So all the best. Celebrating 100. Bruce Super. Rap. Go on, bro. Angel Grove. Toss Collectibles. Toss Collectibles. Fucking Toys and Collectibles. Angel Grove Toys and Collectibles. New Spider-Man. Spider-Man fans, we've got you. Retro Cell Shaded Spider-Man and Lizard now available for pre-order. I like the Lizard Spider-Man. This by Hasbro? Hasbro Marvel Legends. Yeah, bro. Retro Spider-Man, which is pretty gun. Have a look on their website right now. You got the Lizard and the new Spider-Man that's come out. These are collectibles. New Power Rangers have come out. Apocalypse, Hasbro, Marvel Legends, Apocalypse, <clears throat> Tamashi Nations, new figurines have come out as well. Tamashi Nations, a new figure art, 
have come out. I'm looking at their website at the moment. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the loyal, the loyal subjects, the new Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, collaboration set is in stock as well. Mention Vlad, 10% off, bro. Star Wars Vintage Collection has come out. Oh, what is that, bro? Digivices. Digimon slash times Wave 2 Digivices have landed, all right? They look like the little, what were those things called where you had a pet? Konnichiwa pets? Tamagoshi? Tamagotchis. Yeah, that looks like that. New, more new Star Wars vintage. Ahsoka Tano has come in. I don't know all these names, bro. Marvel Legends, Spider-Man 60th Anniversary. Go on and have a look at some stuff and buy yourself some stuff, bro. Angel Grove Toys and Collectibles. www.angelgrovecollectibles.com. Official band Presto partner. Mention Vlad in the checkout for code Vlad. If you put the code Vlad, you get 10% off. Code Vlad to get 10% off. I mean, that's as, as, as clear cut as it gets, bro. Supporting the supporters that support the podcast. Phil Miletus and the boys down at Angel Grove Collectibles are a passion project, sourcing stuff from around the world and selling it directly straight to you guys. So you don't have to do the sourcing. They put it in. They cut out the middleman. Bang. Straight to you. Support the supporters that support the podcast. What? Yeah, all right. Breathalyzer. Best mate. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Questions for Vlad. Breathalyzer. Best mate keeps going ghost when he's on good terms with his missus. How do I fix this? How are you going to fix that, bro? Well, you got to turn into his missus. What are you going to do? You're going to get a little vag going. You're going to come in some shtickly, get some, a nice white nail polish that every single city girl wears. What are you going to do? Lips, hips and tits, get the Sydney Renault done. Or are you going to go downtown on this bloke? You're going to go throw 69ers, bro? You can't, bro. It's over. Let him go. Cut the cord. Get, cut the fishing line. Let him go into the deep, dark blue waters, bro, of which is a romantic relationship. Let him go. He's your mate. I know exactly how you feel because I've got mates that have done exactly the same thing. They don't have any balance, these guys. They, as soon as they find a girl, that's it. They're off the planet. That's all they've ever wanted. That's all they ever see. And then you see him at 65 years old at, Co- at Coles. He's got 17 strands of hair left. He's wearing thongs and a, and a huge umbro jacket. He's freezing outside. He's still walking around in thongs. And he hasn't cut his toenails. He looks miserable. Dedicated his entire life just to hanging around with his wife, who's turned in, in, into a bitch, or he's turned into an asshole. It doesn't really matter. Either way, you, you get what you get, bro. But there's no, you're not influencing it, is what I'm saying. You can put a few words in there like, let's say this guy's name is Jeff, right? All right, Jeff, how are you doing? Hey, good, man. What's going on? You with Amanda again today? Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. We're going to go and watch the new Thor movie and then we're going to get popcorn and we're going to go to a bedding specialist because she needs to get a new Dunlop pillow because her pillow's too high at the moment. It's causing wreaking havoc on her neck and she needs a small... Cut the fucking talk, bro. I was wondering whether you wanted to go hit the pub and grab a couple of crafties and have a pizza and catch up. We haven't seen each other in a month, you know what I mean, since you started dating this possessive mole and now you're just constantly out. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I would have loved to. Would have loved to. They frame it like that. I would have loved to, but yeah. And tomorrow we're going to her parents' house. Her dad's making pork crackling. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, what about Monday? Do you want to come play tennis on Monday? 
late Monday, bro. Looks like there's going to be rain as well. Plus, you know, Amanda Shields thinking about starting a new series, the new the new um, Star Wars series on Disney Disney Plus, the one that talks about Chewbacca going and fixing the engine of one of the battleships and flying through space. We're going to waste two or three weeks watching that instead of being productive. And then after you know, pounding every night. That's why. That's the real reason why. Because I can pound her every night. That's the real reason why I'm not coming out. Oh. You should have just said that, Jeff. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to be politically correct. We've known each other since we were kids. Even though I'm bored shitless hanging around with you now and I can't go just at the pubs and stuff, give me three to six months to get my head properly done in and then I'll text you out of pure desperation for a catch-up. That's what I'm going to do. And then when I text you, hey, bro, it's been too long. we got to catch up. If we don't catch up, I'm going to throw myself in front of the 431 train that doesn't stop. Please, can we catch up? And then you, that's when you come in swinging in like Spider-Man and you go, no worries, I'll see you next weekend at the pub. Don't hold, don't hold him hostage or pay some like retribution back for him letting you down. No, you just go, I'll see you then. And then while you're sinking the schooners, you just watch him just slowly unraveling the, the, the ball of cotton that, that he's got himself into from six months of just not doing nothing else but hanging out with the missus. And it is what it is. Like, and my no disrespect to the missus, I love hanging out with my missus as well. And I've had periods of time where I've gone a long time with my missus. And then there's also been instances in my mind where I've thought about, can I run to Queensland from where I am now? And can I run all the way there? And it might take me three or four weeks and then catch a flight back. Is that all right? Like, can I do that? Like, I've, I've got to that point too, you know? And I'm sure she has too from me. So if you're going to cut that, Cut that, it's not just her, it's me too, and it's just general life, being in relationships, right? You can't run away, that's what it is. So, breathalyzer, let him go, bro. You get on with your life, bro. What it does almost likes, and once you get a mad missus or something like that, it's exciting to be with them, bro. What are you going to do? Like, it's not exciting to be with your mates as much as it is with your missus at the start because you're fraying positions, bro. You, you can't, what are you going to do with the mates? It's boring. It is once you got a new mate. Once you get bored of her, like the sheen will come off, and then you'll you'll return to thy mate. But while the sheen, while she's still like shining in the night, yeah, you know, straddle on, bro. Wrap it up, plug it, go left, right, centers, bro. Get the bedroom springs pumped up hard like Arnold Schwarzenegger's calves in the seventies. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. But my grandfather said it while he was pruning some trees on the side of the driveway the other day, and I looked at his wife. She was sitting on the the back table, and um, she she was like just sitting there, like just blinking, literally just blinking. And every now and then she'd just rattle off a sentence that didn't make much sense to me. You know what I mean? She'd ask the same thing four or five times. Well, you want some cheese? And I looked at my grandfather and I go to him, how do you deal with it? Like marriage and all of that, you know? How does it get better with age? You go, <laughs> you think, uh, what do you think, mate? What do you think? You think you can find everything from woman? No, mate. You can't. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you reckon you, he, he, the, the words that he was like, he goes, do you think that you'd be able to, can you guess a woman's um, tabiato, her personality or her mood or her emotion? That's the word, personality, mood, slash emotion. Do you reckon you'll be able to figure it out? He said to me. He goes, do you reckon you can figure out your woman's personality slash emotion? And I was like, for, for five, ten minutes I can. He goes, exactly. He goes, don't bother. you got to find things that sustain you. That's it. 
you gotta do things that you sustain you and you find that she's gonna rest on you and then you've gotta have something to rest on yourself. Top advice, bro. Top advice, don't give a shit whether you call me sexist or not. It's coming from a grandfather. If you wanna cancel him, go. He doesn't have a Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Bang. <laughs> Thanks for the question. Okay. Yep. Questions for Vlad. The takeoff builders goes, what does Vlad's day-to-day look like now wrapping strategies full-time? Um, bro, it's a, I'm a family man uh, to the end, through and through. I'm a family man. Uh, so my day, it changes when the missus is going to work. My missus works three or four days a week. So when she's going to work, it's, it's full-on for me, right? So I'm the stay-at-home dad. I'm sad. So if people are going to go like, what has COVID done to you? It's made me sad. And they go, oh, that's style, that's slack. You know, I go, no, 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 it's an acronym for stay-at-home dad. And I've actually never been happier. So it's like, I'm happy. Um, basically, it's like, wake up. There's no training in the morning. I used to train. Every morning, I used to train. When I had one child, I'd get up at 5.30, go lick a river, hit the forest straight away. But now with the two kids, the miss is going to work and my kids are, are full on now, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> Son's walking, crawling, climbing. You can't just leave them and go for a run. The missus is tired. I've got to go to work. I've got to go to work. If anything, hoping, hoping that she can just chill out a little bit more, look after the kids, but it doesn't happen. So, you know, get them ready, take them to daycare, and then, then I'll go lick a river after that. Go for a run. Yes, I went for a mad walk, bro. Just walking in the rain. Walking in the rain. Walk, walk. Walking in the rover. Gotta get a hold of Nova. It's the car you love. Jeez. Wow. I brought out a commercial from 1991. That's weird, bro. How did I get that? The melody. The melody. Anyway. So that's what my day looks like. I'll go, I'll try to go get some exercise in. By the time the exercise is done, it's 11 in the morning, bro. So you don't have much, your half your day is gone because the kids, you got to pick them up. Three o'clock, four o'clock or something like that, depends. If my old lady or my mother-in-law swoop in and go, hi, can I pick up the kids today? It's like a little blessing. And you're like, thank you, please. And then, yeah, what I mean, I, I could do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, bro. I'm writing things. Um, I'm writing, I'm refining, I'm talking to people, to filmers, to producers, I'm booking future tours. Uh, I'm in the studio, I'm podcasting, I'm doing videos, I'm writing videos, I'm writing stand-up parts. Um, I'm doing other concept videos for TikTok that I'm thinking about releasing. Uh, meditation station writing, which I haven't released. There's, there's a lot, bro. I'm invoicing people, I'm getting paid, I'm transferring. There's a, the whole financial side, I'm speaking to managers, booking agents. There's a lot. There's, there, there is a lot to do, bro. You can fill your day because the days are short. And I, I said to my missus last night, last night was Thursday, the day before Wednesday, I was bathing the kids at about 7.30 after dinner. And last night I'm undressing my son to chuck him in the bath. And I, I, was, I, was, I got to my missus, it's 24 hours later from me doing the same thing yesterday. Where do the days go, bro? And she was like, I know, I know, it's, it's Thursday. I go, oh, my God. 
old, bro. It's the 20, 20 seconds today? What is that? Give us a break, bro. 22nd, bro, of, of, of July. I was going to say May. 22nd of July. Like, I mean, what type of... What type of year do you expect? <clears throat> it to be. All right, bro. So, yeah, from then I'll go and do some work here. If I'm not doing work, I'll do something leisurely. Like, I don't know. I, I, might, go, I might go paint the garage or I'll work around the house. There's heaps of stuff to do around the house. Um, some people call me for real estate advice. I'll talk to Tom Panos. I'll talk to my old man. I'll think, oh, I want to go get a new table for, for the, sh the studio. I better go and get a new table. So I'll go and get a new table. I'll look at some tables. I won't buy anything because the waiting time is 26 to 48 weeks just to get a table these days because China doesn't want to do any dealings with you and anything that's costing fucking normally was 500 is 15 grand now. I went to buy a, a, a couch with my missus. First I go, let's get a little leather couch because it's easier to clean with the kids. But I'll heed my warning, anyone out there looking for lounges. You can't say couch because couch is cheap. Lounge. We're a lounge. Welcome to King Furniture. We're lounge suppliers. Yeah. King Furniture. Some lady comes out there. She's four foot nine. She's got little shoes on like Rumpelstiltskin from Shrek. Pointy little Herms shoes from that brand Herms, that French brand. I don't know why. They're the worst looking shoes. They're pointy. It looks like it can kill a cockroach in the corner of a room. Um, and, and she and she's there, smug as it can be. Hi, what are you looking for? What are you guys looking for? I'm in a pair of tracksuit pants and a hoodie. I look catastrophic. I look like a surfer that's just come out like on a winter's day and he's sitting there drinking a chocolate move, watching the waves back in the winter with wet hair and a hoodie over him, just shit looking. And I didn't think we were going to go to like King Furniture. I go to my missus, let's just go to a local furniture shop. And she goes, no, let's go into the homemaker's studio. You go to homemakers where you walk in, there's one cafe in there just doing continuous fucking salami wraps and salami focaccia breads with, with orange juice. And they serve the entire place. That's the only place you can eat there. And then there's just homewares place after homewares place. Barbecues galore, freedom furniture, um, Nick Scarly, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know if he's Italian or Arabic. And then you've got like King Furniture, some dusty couches, Corp. There's always a cheap one in there that's as well thrown in there just to make like appease the the the, the lesser uh, spending crowd. So I go to my missus, where do you live? Oh, this place looks steezy. It looks like Audi for couches. She goes, it's loungewear. I walk inside and there Rumpelstiltskin comes out and she's like, how are you? Hi, hi. You know, but she was too good for us. She was walking around with a MacBook laptop. She was walking around like she was at the Genius Bar in, in, in Miranda at, at Apple. And I was like, is she going to give us any attention? But it's a different type of salesmanship when the couches are 10 grand to start. She like lets us go around, lay on the couch. I'm TikToking on the couch, looking at TikTok, looking at Instagram. My missus is walking around going, wow, I love the I love the saddle color. Oh yeah, the backstrap saddle color is beautiful. I like the Aubrey, the Aubrey tan in the German leather where they beat the shit out of the cow to get this leather. It's a real soft leather. I go to my missus, what's it gonna cost us for this? All right, because, I mean, you're selling me the dream, but the fucking hustle sold separately. How much is it? 
She goes, oh, okay. So you'd like the backstrap leather? You with the German backstrap cow? Would you like that? I go, yeah, give me the, the German cow that, that some of the heavyweight UFC guys laid into. Right, the German backstrap cow in an Aubrey beige cross tan. Would you like the cedar or would you like the oak finish? I go, give us, uh, what, what's, what's the difference? About $1,400. I go, what did the lesser one? She goes, cedar. Okay. All right, cedar. I go, that looks shit, that timber. That's cedar. That timber looks nice. That's oak. That's fourteen hundred. You put the fourteen hundred. Okay, you know worries, and that's fifteen thousand nine hundred sixty dollars. I got him. He says, "Luda, see, like, are you normal?" I was looking on Facebook Marketplace three weeks ago. I'm looking for a leather lounge that's gonna tie tie us in until we build the house. What are you looking for here? This is a new car. She goes. Well, that's how that's that's how much they cost these days. I got not that's how much they cost at all. Not that's how much they cost. We can go downstairs to Freedom Furniture, IKEA, or something like get a lounge for three grand. What's this? Five lounges. I can fill up the Westfield Food Court with these lounges. Oh yeah, you're right. But I love it. Oh my god, I love it. It's so nice. It's so beautiful. My missus is not superficial, bro. She's married to me, so she's not superficial. She goes, I love it, and then I go, let's sit, let's sit on it. Let's let's have a seat. Heed my warning, people. The leather lounge is a catastrophe to sit on. I sat on this lounge. I go, this thing's shit. I'm sliding off. I've got the the, the tracksuit pants. I'm sliding off. She goes, that's because you got tracksuit pants on. I go, what else am I going to wear at home? I'm not going to sit in a pair of like um, uh, acid wash jeans to grip onto the couch. I don't want to have couch appropriate clothing, babe. Yeah, she goes, you're right. This is very uncomfortable. Now, Rumpelstiltskin, she's, st- she's standing there watching us, you know, clicking her pen and holding the MacBook in her left hand like a skateboard under her arm. And she's going, which one would you like? I go, a comfortable one, Rumpel. This is not at all like, but you can, I go, you sit down here. She goes, yeah, oh, it's comfy. Oh, it's comfy. I go, you wouldn't happen to work here, would you, Rump? So she ends up going, what, what about a, 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 a cloth lounge? I go, I've got a cloth lounge. It used to be blue. Now it's orange um, because of the way that my children and me and the missus are splurging all over the position of it for the last year, for nine years, the colour that it's changed into from all the different, you know what I mean? And she goes, oh, yeah, you're right. You need leather because the leather washes well and then you just need to condition it every three months. I go, condition what? What do you mean condition? She goes, condition the leather. I go, like, my hair? She goes, yes, same. I go, how long is that going to take me? This is a five-meter-wide couch. How long is it going to take? She goes, well, you just get a bottle and spritz it. And then you go around with a cloth, condition it. It's a five-minute job, ten-minute job. I go, all right. I go, Miss, go to the missus, you know that's going to be me. You're not going to do that. She, she starts laughing. The missus starts laughing, not not Rumple. She wasn't laughing at all. She was starving. She wanted to go and get herself like a chicken schnitzel wrap from Domenico's fucking food outlet here at the homemaker store. So heed my warning, bro. There's nothing more comfier than a cloth, uh, 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 not velour, cloth, um, whatever, lounge, not leather. Cloth is the most comfortable shit on earth. You jump on a leather lounge, you're sliding, you're slipping, 
your back's coming out, your neck's coming out. It's great for summer because it's it's like cool in the summer, but it's cold in the winter. It, and the only way you can get a leather lounge, you've got to lie on it. If you lie on the leather couch, it's all right because you lie in the crevice between the back pillow and the, the ass pillow. If you jump into that crevice like a cat, you'll throw yourself in there with a blanket, tuck yourself in with a blanket, tuck that, and then you can be somewhat sturdy in that position and don't feel like you're going to slide off into oblivion. So that's a that's a day in the life, brother. There's a, there's plenty of other things. There's obviously going to tennis competition. There's obviously nighttime work where I where I'm out here that I'm interviewing people. I'm zooming with people. I've got a plan to do some real estate stuff with Pomtanos again. And there's a lot of fishing for work. There's meditation station. Uh, let me put it this way to you, bro. I'm very rarely bored. It's about that time, let's go See if we can rap I want a coffee and I want a boutique I'm not going to get it from Demetrius Place At the Homeware Centre where I'm buying a couch Odyssey Odyssey Coffee, bro, the best The brainchild of three friends from down in Victoria Matthew, Jim and Terry With a combining experience of 40 years In the hospitality industry And technical services This, that, it's a coffee reimagined from the grounds up right here in Melbourne, bro. Dedicated team of buyers and roasters. Passion project, bro. Support these people. Odysseycoffee.com.au. They get and they curate the best coffee for your drinking pleasure. It is a beautiful coffee. I love it very, very much. Very smooth. It's got the right tones, the right tannins, the right flickerings, left, right, and centers on the tongue, bro. Plus, it gives you a mad head high. You know where to go. I can't have too much of it because I'm very sensitive to, to caffeine. They've grown from humble beginnings down in the Mornington Peninsula and a trusted quality roasting partner with many cafes now, restaurants and venues across the whole of Australia. I wish you guys go worldwide, bro. Offering both wholesale and domestic sales of specialty coffee and the decadent hot chocolate, hot chocolaka, my Filipino mate, no, my Papua New Guinean mate used to say. Listen, contact them, admin at Odyssey Coffee, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y, coffee.com.au, and uh, visit them on odysseycoffee.com.au to order your own for your house. Bring some over, they can give you the mulch version, or they can give you a coffee bean, or they can give you the hot shakalaka. Um, you can buy other stuff from their website, odysseycoffee.com.au. Mention Vlad to get 10% off, mention Vlad to get 10% off in the uh, discount code. Um, is, it, is it up and running the discount code? It is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, fine code. Discount code 10. Vlad, there you go, 10% off. All right, so it's up and running, bro. Now active. Discount code is Vlad. Support the supporters that support the podcast. Got a business, got to keep it safe. Keep the trolls and the hackers and the demons away. You need virtuosos. Virtuosos, man. The singing is coming back. Helping businesses balance productivity and cybersecurity. Virtuosos, family-owned, Perth-based IT company specialising in Microsoft 365 and cybersecurity for businesses across the entire Australia. They deal with people around the entire Australia. Email them, disdat, D-I-S-D-A-T, at Virtuosis, which is V-I-R-T-U-O-S-Y-S, V-I-R-T-U-O-S-Y-S, dot com.au. 
they've got a code, um, <clears throat> 10% off as well. So you, once you begin talking with them, obviously when, you, when you're dealing with cybersecurity and all of that stuff, you need to have a chat. So they'll give you a quote, this and that, and you get your 10% off, which is, I mean, fantastic, bro. Who the hell just throws 10% off you for no reason for these type of services, bro? So they offer a range of tailored support options for businesses, allowing the client to make their own managed IT service a lo- almost like a Subway for IT. Okay, okay, get it now. The Subway sandwich. Okay, the whole time I'm thinking that these guys are talking about Subway like a train station. All right, so they have tailored support options allowing the client to make their own managed IT, almost like a Subway, so you can make your own along the way. You move on, oh, yep, yep, can I have that tuna, thanks. Yep, mayo, yes, capsicum, yes, corn, no thanks, gym myself. Whether you just want a company to monitor your cybersecurity or your backups, improve your business processes using technology, or even just have another IT provider and want some support or a second opinion, Dan and the Virtuosis team can help. Check them out on www.virtuosis.com.au. Social media pages of the same name. And send an email to thisdat at virtuosis.com.au. And they will always look after you because they are sponsors of the podcast. You do your bit. Support the supporters that support the podcast. If you've got a business, if you've got anything that you need like backups, IT support, which is pretty much 95% of businesses these days, unless you're selling cows and dairy and mule, mules and stuff, even then you'll need one. Virtuosa, support the supporters. Support the podcast. <laughs> Juicy J goes, Juicy G, can you give us a rant on the inflation station, lettuce costing more than devil's lettuce, etc. Devil's lettuce, I believe, is marijuana. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a rant on marijuana, bro. So marijuana is a drug uh, just the same as alcohol is. Um, It's a mind-altering substance, a flower, a leaf, a tree, um, that when you light it up and inhale it into your lungs, it affects you in your brain and your body just the same way when you make alcohol, you know, out of corn or barley or hops or wheat or rye or rice or grapes. It goes into your body and destroys every organ functioning in your body at the same time making you feel so fucking good that you decide to do it all the time. So I wanted, I looked into CBD oil just because I'm bored, right? And my mate that I was playing tennis with, he comes up to, to see how like, things seep into your head subconsciously, bro. That's why the demons out there in Silicon Valley and the people that run McDonald's and Hungry Jacks and Burger King in America and all the clothing companies, the marketing team, they know that this happens. They're seeping in subconsciously into people's brains for consumerism. You bring them, The more you seep things into people's brains. I'll tell you why. Because my mate said, he goes, I feel amazing at CBD all last night. I feel amazing. Even though I leveled him three sets straight in tennis, he still felt amazing. And then he threw his racket against the nets because he couldn't handle that. He's been losing nine weeks straight to me. I was about to say that CBD is not helping you, but I just let him live a lie. But it's just the advertising companies, the marketers, they got us by our balls, bro. They know exactly what they're doing. Bill Hicks can say it better than me. By the way, if anyone here is in advertising or marketing, kill yourself. (laughs) Just a little thought. I'm just trying to plant seeds. Maybe, Maybe one day they'll take root. I don't know. You try. You do what you can. <laughs> Kill yourselves. Seriously, though, if you are, do. Uh, 
No, really. There's no rationalization for what you do, and you are Satan's little helpers. Okay? Kill yourself. Seriously. You're the ruiner of all things good. Seriously. No, I'm, this is not a joke. It's going to be a joke coming. There's no fucking joke coming. You are Satan's spawn, filling the world with oh, bile and garbage. You are fucked, and you are fucking us. Kill yourself. It's the only way to save your fucking soul. Kill yourself. Good harsh. Good harsh, young Billy. Siege. I know all the marketing people are going, he's doing a joke. There's no joke here whatsoever. Suck a tailpipe, fucking hang yourself, borrow a gun from a yank friend. I don't care how you do it. Rid the world of your evil fucking machinations. Okay, whatever, you know what I mean. He doesn't give a fuck, this bloke. I know what all the marketing people are thinking right now, too. Oh, you know what Bill's doing? He's going for that anti-marketing dollar. That's a good market. He's very smart. <laughs> See, bro? Stole that thing. That. You fucking evil scumbags. Oh, you know what Bill's doing now? He's going for the righteous indignation dollar. That's a big dollar. A lot of people are feeling that indignation. We've done research. Huge market. He's doing a good thing. God damn it, I'm not doing that, you scumbags. Quit putting a goddamn dollar sign on every fucking thing on this planet. Yep. Ooh, the anger dollar. Huge. <laughs> Huge in times of recession. Giant market. Bill's very yeah, brave well, to do that. There we go. Listen to the, listen to, this is greatness from the, the 90s, bro. Web. Ooh, the trapped dollar. Big dollar. Huge dollar. Good market. Look at our research. We see that many people feel trapped. If we play to them and separate them into the trapped dollar, how do you live like that? I bet you sleep like fucking babies at night, don't you? <laughs> What'd you do tonight, honey? Oh, we made uh, we made uh, arsenic uh, childhood food. Now, good night. <laughs> Listen, bro, Bill Hicks is not wrong. Like he's got he's got a point. He's got a point. Like, oh god, bro, my, my old man just called me now, and he was talking about how how some real estate company I'm not going to mention the name of called him, and they've got him by the balls. They've already got him on a monthly four hundred dollars a month. Um, just so he can look like he's doing something on the internet. And last month I took 1200 bucks out and he goes, I don't know why. So he called him and they said, do you remember when we sent you a text message saying, press yes if you want us to continue advertising on social media or, or just press no if you don't. And he pressed yes because he thought that meant just to continue what he's doing, but it didn't. It meant to add an extra $895 for the month. But it did say, click on this link to see the ins and outs of it. But he was probably driving 110 in the 50 zone, late to work because he's 65 years old and he's got mortgages to pay still. Um, and he's got people like these heathens to pay still. So he ended up just saying yes. And he goes, bro, they got me to the balls. So I'm like, yep. <clears throat> we have to be ultra attuned to everything these days. You've got to have perception like a lone wolf otherwise. My missus is good like that. She'll just open up her bank account and look look through and she'll go, that's fraudulent, that's fraudulent, and she'll call the bank and she'll get it cut out. She'll find people like taking 78 cents and $1.49 from her every now and then. She finds it. It's not like she she's a tired ass with the money. She, she doesn't care too much about cash, but she just hates that injustice. She's like, I can't deal with that. So I don't know what the – what was the question, bro? The inflation station – um. Yeah, well, inflation, bro. I don't even know what inflation is. It's people raising their prices because the cost of things are going up, and it's just like a stack of dominoes falling down, and everyone just follows trends, bro. 
I told you when I called Audi and I go to him, hey, man, I'm looking for an SQ7. And he goes, oh, yeah, we got one here for 189 grand, a 2020 model. I go, why would it be 189 grand? They were 150 brand new. What do you mean 189 for a two-year-old? He goes, oh, smug as anything. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, things have gone up. I go, don't be smug, hero. I know things have gone up, but it didn't go up by 25 or 30% straight away, okay? You, you guys are having a laugh, and, that, and that's, that's what it is. You just need to at least own it and say that you're trying to take a bigger piece of the pie right now while everyone else is doing the same shit. Henceforth, inflation station is going through the roof and you can't get lettuce anymore or you can't get cucumbers. The moment something becomes a little bit more difficult to source or to grow or to yield, you're going to pump up the prices like petrol and all of that stuff. So save up for a rainy day is my is my opinion, bro. Don't worry about buying the Supreme pants that have collaborated with Louis Vuitton. Don't worry about buying the the Gucci with the Adidas shoes that are $1,400 for the exact same shoe that Adidas sells for $120, but now it's got a Gucci symbol on the side. Don't do that. There's, there's, no, there's, there's no ish, there's no point of it. No one cares. Right, your missus doesn't care. Your mister doesn't care. Your parents don't care. Your parents don't like you more because you're spending that money. Don't worry about it. Just look good. Get dressed. Look mad. Get shredded. Get tanned. Enjoy your lifestyle, bro. And uh, don't believe in false gods, bro. Oh God, it's time to. Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural, I explain my plateau, and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed, actually now I'm the artist, but hardcore my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame, saw things shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatlining my same, that depends, carry MAC-10s to practice my aim. On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees, line a barrel up with your weak picture and Squeeze, street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough To the big dogs living large, taking it light Pushing big toys, getting nice, join your life is what you make it Suicide, few try to take it Belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt And of course, NAS are the letters that spell Nas, 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 Nas,